Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the God and Grit podcast, a place where I talk about the life, challenges, and beautiful experiences of being both a collegiate athlete and Christian and how those intertwine. Today, I'm going to be talking about my personal walk with God. One thing I've been thinking a lot about this summer is personal testimony and what that means. I never really thought of the significance of a testimony and why it is important as a Christian to have one. I always thought, oh, I believe in God. That's all that matters. However, after meeting some influential people this summer, they helped me realize the role that personal testimony plays. A big reason that I never put any thought or time into my testimony is because I didn't think mine was very important or outstanding. I grew up in a Christian household with two Christian parents. I grew up going to church every Sunday, and that was just a normal, weekly routine for me. How does someone who has known Christ their entire life have a testimony? This question has been in the back of my mind for a long time now. I tend to put off trying to answer it because I am too lazy to attempt something that makes me think that hard. But I think it's about time I sit down and write out what God has put in weighing on my heart. So let's go back to the question, how does someone have a testimony when they grew up in a Christian household? First of all, God made everyone unique and according to his design. Just because some of the most popular testimonies are about miraculous moments where people realize God exists and accept him into their hearts doesn't mean that is the case for most people. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to downplay people who have those experiences because that's insanely awesome. But I do think that God speaks to us all in different ways. For me personally, I grew up as a Christian. It was embedded in my way of life. I prayed, read my Bible, went to church, and sang hymns. I always had Christianity as a part of my identity. I was homeschooled up until middle school, and during school, my mom would read me the Bible. Christianity was just put into everything that I did, so I didn't think that much about it. As I began to get older, I wanted so badly to play sports. I love being active and playing outside, and any time I watched the Olympics, I dreamed about competing in them. However, being homeschooled, my options were kind of limited as to sports teams I could join. When I was old enough to go to middle school, I ended up enrolling in a two-day-a-week Christian school, where once again, Christianity was interwoven in the curriculum and deemed as normal. At the same time, I joined a recreational soccer team. It was my first time being in a real-world sort of setting, with kids who didn't know who God was and who didn't read the Bible every day. It was a huge culture shock for me. If going to soccer practice three times a week was rough, just imagine how my world turned upside down when I went to public high school. It was such a different experience than what I was used to. While spending time in middle school and early high school, I began to want to find ways to define myself outside of Christianity. I wanted to have friends and be seen as cool and popular And let me just say that the girl who introduces herself as Christian homeschooler doesn't normally get an invite to the cool kids table at lunch. As high school went on, I began to drift away from my identity as a Christian and focus more of my time on ways I could be seen as likable and worthy to my peers at school. I was still in love with sports and being active, so I decided I wanted to put more time into building athletic prowess. But being the number one jock in high school when you've only played a bit of recreational soccer is hard to do. Despite this, the desire to be validated by my classmates drove me to get out of my comfort zone and go out for all the sports teams I could. My freshman year of high school, I ran cross country, played basketball, and ran track. It was extremely scary for me to go and join all these sports with kids who have been teammates for years when I didn't know a single person, but it was also an extremely important way that God worked through me and helped me grow. So as high school went on, I continued playing sports. 
I fell in love with basketball and thought it was the most fun I have ever had. However, I wasn't very skilled, considering I'd never played before and was only barely to make, able to make the C team. I didn't care, though. I was just proud of myself for trying out and making the team. Plus, I finally had a group of friends and an identity that I could share with them, student-athlete. I fell in love with the routine and schedule that came with being a student-athlete. I loved working hard, and I thrived off of having a structured lifestyle. After my freshman season of basketball, I was determined to make the team again next year. I joined a club basketball team that I went to after my track practices. I would play basketball after school every day, and on the weekends for hours. While I practiced alone in my driveway, I would imagine that I was outworking all the other girls, and I was getting better and better with every shot and with every dribble I practiced. I became addicted to it. I even thought maybe if I worked hard enough, I may get to the WNBA and eventually the Olympics, fulfilling my childhood dream. I spent all my time fueling this new identity I had as an athlete. Although I would still pray every day and go to church every week, God was becoming more of an afterthought. Fast forward to sophomore year basketball season. I had made the JV team and I was ecstatic. However, that year wrecked me, and I mean wrecked me. I had a coach that would pick on me and never put me in. Each week she picked out one girl that she wouldn't allow to have any playtime during the game. She would tell people that they were doing amazing during practice and that she would let them play for a quarter of the game. Then, when the game rolled around, she would act like that person didn't exist. It was the worst. One game, I was so fed up, I just had to leave the gym and cry in the hallway for a solid 10 minutes. The thing that I had found my identity in was completely stripped of me, and there was nothing I could do to stop it. I had lost control over what I thought I wanted. Alright, you're probably thinking this is where I realized that I needed to stop relying on myself and my own actions and trust in God. That's where you'd be wrong. I wasn't done being stubborn yet. Fast forward to junior summer. I decided basketball was a waste of my time if I wanted to pursue higher level competition. I would always, it would always be my first love, but I wanted to use my time for something I could compete at long term. I decided to join a CrossFit gym. I was hooked. I went six times a week nonstop until someone told me it would probably be a good idea to take another rest day. Boy, was it. Anyways, I did CrossFit and track my junior year and I loved both of them. I loved working hard and straining my body physically. I felt like I had found my identity again, a CrossFitter and a track athlete. I thought I would either try to get to the CrossFit Games or throw shot put in college, or maybe even both. However, as the notion of going to college started creeping in, I began to get overwhelmed with anxiety. I was so scared to give up my identity as an athlete. I was not good enough at track to compete at a high-level school, and the CrossFit Games were way out of reach. The entire summer after my junior year and going into senior year, I didn't sleep well, tossing and turning in my bed trying to come to terms with the fact that, yet again, my identity was going to be stripped from me. So after a month of being sad and upset about my situation, I finally came to terms with the fact that I was going to have to say goodbye to my dreams of competing at a high level, a high level of athletics. I realized that I could no longer put my identity in sports. I ended up seeing a counselor who helped me get through my anxiety. She helped me realize I needed to turn to God and I needed to let go of my stubbornness and pour out my heart and anxieties to Him. It was very hard, and still is, but I began to rekindle my relationship with him and find my identity in him again. Being a Christian wasn't just something that I knew in my mind, it was something that I began to know in my heart. I wanted to seek out Jesus and his kingdom. I needed to be reminded that he loves me. There was nothing that I could do to earn his love. No matter how good I was at sports or how popular I was didn't matter to God, and it didn't earn his love. There was no need to validate myself through my athletic prowess or anything like that. 
I was loved. Nothing could take that away, and that was enough. Once the weight of trying to find my identity in sports was falling off my shoulders, I was able to fall in love with competition and sports again, without the pressure of trying to excel at them. Randomly towards the end of summer, I had a crazy idea to go out for the local rowing team. I thought, why not keep trying new things just for fun? So I went out for the rowing team. It was one of the weirdest experiences ever, but also the best. I fell in love with it the very first day I went in the water. I'll talk about rowing in a future podcast. <laughs> Actually, probably a lot of future podcasts. I was having the time of my life. I completely fell in love with rowing, and I poured out my heart and soul into it. Not because I felt like it defined me, but because I thoroughly enjoyed it. One day, my coach came up to me and asked me about my plans for college. I told her that I had applied to Biola in California. She told me she thought I had a shot of rowing in college, if that was something I thought intriguing. My heart stopped, and I wasn't able to speak for a solid 30 seconds. I finally squeaked out, yeah, that'd be cool. We had a conversation about it later that day, and I ended up contacting the University of Washington. Spoiler, I'm rowing there now. As soon as the option to row at UW became more concrete, I couldn't believe that I had an opportunity to live out my childhood dream of competing in a sport at a high level. Just looking back on my life, it is so crazy to see how faithful and good God was. Although my dreams to be in the WNBA are just that, dreams, God led me to a sport that I love with all my heart. He did this by closing doors I wasn't supposed to enter through, no matter how much I wanted to. God knew exactly what he was doing, and all along, I was just supposed to trust him and his path for me. All the anxiety I had about losing my identity was able to help me find it again in Christ, the solid rock. Now my identity is not something that can be shaken or broken down or taken away from me, whether or not I am an athlete. My identity is in Christ, who loves me. How amazing is that? I don't have to worry or fret about trying to validate myself. I no longer question why I am only satisfied for a brief moment when I win a medal. I know that finding identity and happiness and worldly things is fleeting, but the love of Christ endures forever. There are two Bible verses that I feel have helped me when I was writing my testimony. The first is Romans eight thirty-five through 39 which says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, For your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through, the, through him who loved us. This shows us how Christ grants us overwhelming victory through him, and he won't allow anything to separate us from his love. The second verse is Proverbs 3, 4-5. through 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. As much as I wanted to take control of my life and my circumstances, I can't. I may not understand what God is doing, but that is why faith is so important. I have faith that God will make my path straight and lead me to him. Even though I knew Christ my entire life, went to church, and had a strong foundation in Christianity, I struggled to find my identity in that. I wanted to be validated by others, and I put pressure on myself to seek prowess in my athletic endeavors. It took a lot of closed doors for me to stop being so stubborn and to turn to God for guidance. While this may have not been the most traditional testimony, I am so amazed by how faithful God was, and how even when I felt like my life was falling apart, He just led me closer to Him. God unconditionally loves me, and He is all I need. Hey guys, Renee here. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my testimony today. I wrote it all out as a Word document, printed it out, and read it. I thought that'd be easier, but I ended up making a lot more mistakes than I thought I would. But thank you guys so much for bearing with me and listening to that today. I'm still trying to figure out the whole podcast thing, so if you guys could send me any advice, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. Catch you on the flip side. listening to the God and Grit podcast, the show that aims to help other Christian athletes. I'm your host, Renee Hopper. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast.